Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both SnoozeFest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Janae is a certified postpartum doula, pediatric sleep consultant, and lactation educator. She's also a wife and mom to seven children. She is passionate about supporting families with young children, especially new mothers. Janae believes that when a mother is well-rested and cared for, the entire family benefits. Through her business, The Night Mommy, Janae provides daytime and overnight postpartum support, sleep consulting, and lactation education. Janae, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So I just have to start this conversation by telling everyone that's listening that I guess what I always say to you that I truly think that you are a total star. I don't mean to like make you blush, but it's true. And I knew it from the second we zoomed together and I just had to have you enrolled in CPSM. Uh, When we first met, I think, I feel like you told me you were booked out like solid and you had only been a postpartum doula for I think about a year at that point. Um, I guess for those listening and trying to figure out how to get their businesses off the ground, whether it be a doula business or a sleep consulting business, or maybe both, uh, what would you say has been the secret to your success, especially in the early months? Um, I think just, I have such a passion as, um, as a mom, you know, I've experienced postpartum seven times myself. And um, I also was that mom who tried to do everything myself. And I didn't really accept help when I had my own babies. And so um, becoming a postpartum doula and getting to um, give support to new moms and to let them know that it's actually really, I think, brave to ask for help and to accept support. Um, it, it really has just like changed my life. And um, I've been very fortunate that in the beginning, I had some clients that were just telling their friends like, you have to get her. And so they were referring, you know, friends and it just, it made um, those clients really easy because, you know, their friends um, that they trusted were, were giving them, you know, high recommendations about me. Yeah. And I think that that really stems from truly loving what you do. And, you know, I wrote down, I wrote down the, the three words, passion driven success. When I think of you, I think of passion driven success. Like you are just so passionate about the work that you do. You pour your heart, your soul, your blood, sweat, and tears into your work. And, and that shows through. And, and I mm-hmm. love that you were getting referrals right away because that is that's sort of the, the business model that I teach as well is like show up, do a good job, support your clients at the highest level possible. And those families will refer you to their friends. So I love that that's what happened to you as well. Yes, thank you so much. It's, it's really, it's the best feeling. And it really helps you to get momentum and 
I would imagine, I mean, I think this happened for you. It's really sort of like a snowball effect where one client turns into three or four if, if they have yes. friends and they're sharing your name with all of their friends. Yes. And actually I have a few clients. Um, they joke with me that when they get pregnant for the second time around, I'm going to be the first call that they make, not their OB because they're like, I want to make sure that I book you, you know, in plenty of time um, when baby number two comes. So it's, it's an honor. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And, and I'm wondering, I guess my next question is with a full book of business as a postpartum doula, why did you decide to add sleep consulting into the mix? Was it that your clients were craving this type of support or did you see it as a way to level up your already successful business? Or maybe it was a little bit of both. Yes, I would say it was a little bit of both. So I found myself, um, you know, working as many overnights because I mainly do overnight support. Um, I was working pretty much as many as I could and booked out, um, you know, pretty far in advance. And I realized that, you know, I'm only one person. So I wanted to be able to grow my business, be able to support more families at a time. And I knew that I could do that virtually. And also, Um, once I started working with a lot of clients, I found that, um, sleep and lactation were the two areas that kept coming up commonly for my clients where they needed extra support. And so I actually got certified as a lactation educator first. And then, um, I knew that sleep was, you know, the next, the next certification to, to add to my resume. Sure. And, and as a doula, as a doula and a sleep consultant, what does the sleep consulting piece look like for you? Um, I think you're doing both in-home and virtual sleep consulting. Is that right? And, yeah. and if so, do you prefer the in-home work? Do you prefer the virtual work? Do you love it all? I love it all. I have to say, um, to be honest, my very first in-home sleep consulting client, um, it was so much harder than I thought it was going to be. I, I, you know, like I said, I mostly do overnight support with my postpartum clients. And so I thought, oh, I, I can do this. I know how to do this. And it was a whole different ball game. It was a family with a five month old. And, you know, it's such a different um, approach when you're doing sleep training, as opposed to, you know, supporting a family with a newborn. And I, I'm going to be honest that the, after the first night, it was so hard that the second night when it was time for me to go, I, I cried to my husband <laughs> because I was like, this is so hard. But um, the second night was so much better. The parents were so grateful. And by the third night, we were seeing, you know, a huge improvement. And um, it was so it was really, really rewarding. And um, the, the family just by the end of it, they were so grateful. Um, and we got their five month old, you know, that had been breastfed to sleep her whole life and, um, just was waking up every hour and a half to two hours all night. We got her, um, going down to bed, you know, at the same time every night and sleeping, only waking up for one feed. And I mean, her mom and dad thought it it wouldn't be possible. So, um, I, I love, I love the in-person as a parent myself, I, I get the gift of sleep, you know, so it's really rewarding to be able to get that. And also probably that gift of support, right? Um, And and even though it was hard on you too, as a first timer, 
the way that you were able to reflect on that and see afterwards, like, wow, like I was really instrumental in helping this family to achieve their goals. And I think it's really worth pointing out that this little breastfed baby was still eating in the middle of the night because yes. I can't stand when sort of the sleep training haters come out to say that sleep training ruins the breastfeeding relationship and that exactly. babies won't eat in the middle of the night once they're sleep trained. And that is just like flat out not true. I see it every day in my business. I work with breastfed babies all the time and they still wake up to eat in the middle of the night if they're hungry and, and parents still feed them if they exactly. want to do that. So yes, um, and I'm glad that that was your story. And I'm, I'm glad that you were able to support them. And, and, you know, I wonder if virtual support would have been enough for that family. You know, if it was really, right. if it was really tough, I wonder if virtual support would have been enough. Maybe it would, we'll never know, but I love that you were there and got them over the hump. Yeah. And I think it's given me um, a new appreciation um, for my clients that I do support virtually. You know, before that, I it was so easy to, you know, kind of write the sleep plan and tell them, well, this is what you're going to do and, you know, be their cheerleader and encourage them. But it was a whole other thing to actually physically be there and see how challenging it was those first two nights. And so I feel like um, after that experience, I've been able to, you know, be a little more um, gentle with with some of my clients that have come to me since then, and um, it's it's helped me um, support them better. Yeah, I always say like when I have a tough situation that happens in my family, and it could be anything, it could be sleep related, or it can be, you know, my son right now is having a hard time at sleepaway camp. Okay, so like. And it's like breaking my heart that he right. was having a hard time there and I'm not there to cuddle him and, and provide that support right there in that moment for him. Um, mm -hmm. It always adds a layer of empathy. It helps yes. me to sort of like get back to basics and be really present and empathetic for what my clients are going through. And mm -hmm. it, I, I think it's so important, you know, like when one of my kids wakes up in the middle of the night sick, and they're screaming and crying and they have a fever. And then I'm wrecked the next day because I just <laughs> had to be up once with them for 45 minutes until the Advil kicked in. Like I am destroyed. And then I have to remember, okay, my, some of my clients have been sleep deprived for months or years, waking up every yeah. hour and a half, right? So it sort of puts you in that place of uh, being better positioned to help your clients when you're, when you're facing with it. Yes. Yeah. So what about virtual support? Are you, you're supporting families virtually while you are also taking on in-home overnight jobs? Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yes. And, so and what do does that little... look like for you? Tell us about your virtual support. Um, I think it looks a little different for everybody. How does it look for you to support your clients virtually? So I um, usually will chat with the parents and get a feel for kind of what's going on, what their struggles are surrounding sleep. And, um, and then we, you know, we, we have our, our Zoom call and um, kind of see what their goals are. And I write up a sleep plan for them that I feel is most appropriate for their age, for baby's age and parents' comfort level. Um, and then I am supporting them for two weeks at a time and they, you know, can text me, um, which they do. I check in with them every single day 
And then usually at the end of the two weeks, um, we do another Zoom call. They can ask me any other questions that they have um, kind of for the next phase that they're getting ready to go into. And it's been really great. Um, I've found that a lot of my postpartum doula clients, I'm typically with them for maybe, you know, anywhere from six to 12 weeks. And I talk about the fact that I'm a sleep consultant, you know, from the very beginning. And with a lot of them, they, they know that they want to utilize those services. And so some of them will book it um, at the time that I'm finishing supporting them as a doula. And it just, it makes it so easy because we already have that comfort level. They trust me and I'm familiar with, you know, their, their setup at home, their baby temperament and their parenting style. And so um, it's, it's really been a great uh, addition to my, my postpartum doula business. That makes me so happy. You're really, you're truly doing exactly what I tell other doulas who want to become sleep consultants. That's exactly what I tell them to do. It, you know, doulas always ask me like, so how am I going to get clients as a sleep consultant? And I'm like, well, you're going to do a really good job as a doula. And then after about 12 weeks, you're going to go on to your next job. And your first job is going to know that you're also a sleep consultant. And then when they're ready to work on establishing those independent sleep skills, if, if you yes. haven't already done that, you know, during the time that you're there, or if the baby's not fully ready yet, uh, then they're going to call you back and they're going to hire you as their yes. sleep consultant. Or maybe they, maybe you're, I know you're in California. Maybe one of your clients is a college roommate living in Colorado who has yes. a six month old that's struggling with sleep. And maybe they're on the phone with their college roommate bragging about how amazing their postpartum doula is. And she also happens to be a sleep consultant. And the college roommate is like, uh, my six month old is up every 45 minutes. Can you send her my right. number? Right. Absolutely. Um, so it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing. And, and I love that. Thank you. So, so you've always sort of struck me as a very competent entrepreneur. And frankly, people say this about me too. So I know that even when you seem confident, there have to be times when you doubt or question your decisions, right? Because I do that too. Um, so I guess I'm going to ask you, did you have any objections to adding sleep consulting to your doula business? And, you know, what was holding you back? And, and how did you get through that? Yeah, I think that, well, one of the main things was that, to be honest, um, out of my seven babies, a lot of them were not great sleepers. And so um, I, there was that obstacle where I felt like, am I, you know, a qualified person to like help other parents, um, you know, with, with independent sleep. Um, and the other one was just the fact that my business name was, you know, my name with uh, postpartum doula services attached to it. And so I thought, okay, well, am I going to, is this going to be a separate business? How, how am I going to add this to my already existing business? Um, ultimately I did end up, you know, changing my business name altogether and, and just sort of putting them both under the same umbrella, um, same website, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I think that also to just, um, figuring out, you know, how I was going to add sleep consulting to an already very busy schedule. Um, but it's, I know you say this a lot too. It's awesome. You can really do it from anywhere. You know, I mean, I can be at the pool with my kids and, and texting with, you know, clients checking in on them. And, um, 
And so it, it's, it's worked for, for me. Yeah. And actually your concerns are, or your previous concerns are super normal. Um, actually, a lot of the women who end up enrolling in CPSM also have children who would be described as not great sleepers. <laughs> and, and one thing parents often say to me is like, I want to take this course and learn it so that I can help my own kids and then feel empowered to help others. So, yes. you know, you, you would not be the only one in that category. And, and I also think it's interesting that you felt boxed in by your business name. I think that that is something that could really make a very sort of timid green entrepreneur feel very, very stuck, right? Mm -hmm. It's such a silly thing because yeah. It's when you look back on it, right? Like it's no big deal that you changed your business name. I'm sure you, I know you put a lot of thought into it because you and I discussed it, but yes. <laughs> um, at the time, I'm sure you felt very, very boxed in. And that is just a limitation that you were placing on yourself, right? Like exactly. nobody was placing that limitation on you. And once you decided, okay, this business name is not the be all end all then you were sort of free. And I love that. And realizing like, I'm the boss. I, I get to, you know, make those decisions. Um, I'm not, you know, working for somebody else. It's my business. And um, so, yeah, it was, it was really empowering to, you know, kind of take that leap and, you know, revamp my website and change the name and, and, and branding. Um, and, yeah, it, it was it was a good lesson for me that uh, even though it was a little bit scary, um, it's worked out really well. Yeah. And going back to those three words, passion driven success, I think ultimately you chose to lead with your passion and your, you know, you were really driven to be successful, even if that meant to take on something that felt hard and like yeah. a like a squiggly line instead of a, <laughs> instead of taking the hypotenuse, right? Like Absolutely. you, you were like, I'm going to figure out a way to make this work for my business. And frankly, honestly, I think if you had even kept your business name the same, it, that would have been fine too. Right. But yeah. you, you were feeling like that wasn't aligned. And in order for you to feel better about the direction that you were going into, like you needed to change that for yourself. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Yes, me too. So what are your goals for the next few years? What do you have coming down the pipeline? What sort of things do you want to be doing in your business? Well, I'm really excited. I have um, a few people that are actually in the process of getting certified as um, postpartum doulas and uh, planning to expand and have a team. So um, I'll be able to help more families at, at this point. You know, I'm I'm booked until March, and so for in-person support. And so, you know, I get continue to get inquiries from people that were, you know, referred to me or that have just found me and are looking for support. And um, and I was I have to sometimes, you know, turn them away, obviously, if I'm already booked with another client. And so, I'm really excited about um, adding some consultants to my team and um, being able to serve more families. Um, again, it's, you know, it's scary because I feel like I've spent this time building my brand and my business. Um, and then to, you know, sort of let other people represent your business is a little bit scary, but, um, 
again, I'm excited about it. So I, I feel like if you're not um, a little bit scared, you're not growing. And I don't, I don't ever want to just stay stuck or stay in my comfort zone. I love to, you know, kind of challenge myself. And I feel like um, on the other side of those kind of scary feelings is always like growth and the next level that you want to be at. I totally agree. I, I just totally agree. I knew that I loved you from the start. Like the first time we spoke, I'm like, need her. The feeling is mutual for in sure. my community. I just feel like you get it. You've always got it. And everything you do is just sort of spot on. What about like family life? How do you how do you manage your seven kids and your big happy family and then also your successful career? Because I think that that is something that most moms really struggle with. We, I, I feel that way sometimes. And I only have two kids. I feel like I can either like mom really well, or I can work really well. And it feels really hard to do both of those things really well at the same time sometimes. So how do you handle that? Um, it's really been um, teaching me lessons about myself that I didn't really know before. I didn't realize how much of kind of a control freak I was when it came to my kids. And honestly, when you have seven and you have a business too, it's like another baby. <laughs> um, and I had to really let go of some of that control um, and sort of look at, okay, what are my priorities that I want to be able to continue to do myself for my family? And then what are the things that I can you know, kind of get help doing outsource. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like for the first time in the 24 years that I've been married and, and, you know, been a mom just two months ago, I hired someone to come and clean our house, <laughs> you know, a couple times a month, which I, that was something that I always, you know, felt like I needed to do and put that pressure on myself. And now it's like, why didn't I do this sooner? It's, it's the best thing ever. Also, I, I really love to make, you know, dinner for my kids. And some days I'm busy working from home. Um, or if I have to go and do an overnight and I'm trying to rest, I can't get to the store, make dinner, um, get my rest time in before I go work an overnight. So I've had to figure that out too. I use Instacart so much more now because going to the grocery store before used to sort of be like my time away from my kids and my break. And now it's like, well, I need to use that time doing other things at home. And so I get my groceries delivered, but then I'm able to still make dinner for my kids, which is, you know, important to me for my family. Um, and also my husband has really, I have to say, stepped up as a dad um, since I've started my business. So um, I definitely, you know, don't do it all myself. I, I have, I have help. <laughs> Yeah. And I think beyond the logistics of managing a household with seven kids and a business and your marriage, I think also there's a big mindset piece that comes into play where it's not just uh, the logistics of making the home life and the work life all happen, but the mindset work that comes along with, just like you said, letting go of some of the control that you used to hold so tightly to. Um, yes. You know, I've had to make peace. I was just having a conversation with my daughter about school next year. I'm going to put my kids into aftercare one day a week. 
Okay. Like mm-hmm. one day a week after school, right. they're going to stay at school. And actually the way I look at it is like my school had, my kid's school has all of these after school programs. They're not just going to like be running around in a cafeteria. They're going to get to do a cooking class or robotics or STEM. Like they actually are going to have a really great oh, they'll program. Love it. Yeah. yeah. They'll probably and ask you for another day. To yeah. Stay. I think, I think so too. And my daughter was like laying on the guilt so thick, like I'm going to have to be a kid that goes to aftercare. You're going to leave me. I want to spend time with you in the afternoons, like laying it on, you know, and from a mindset perspective, I needed to get to a place where I recognize that like, I understand that she's disappointed because I'm always that mom that's first in line in carpool line, first to pick up the kids. I'm always there every afternoon to, you know, unpack their backpacks and get an early dinner on the table. And, and, you know, as my business grows, things need to change and it's not necessarily going to be a bad thing. It's just a change. Like, I actually think they're going to thrive one day a week in aftercare. I don't think this is going to be a negative for them, but But I think the mindset work that goes into getting yourself to a place where you can make those decisions that, that look different than what you're used to is for me, it's the hardest part. Well, and I feel like I completely agree with you. And I, it's sort of like a practice what I preach because I go into these new moms homes and I, you know, am telling them it's okay to ask for the help that you need. um, And that, you know, you don't have to do it all. And so I want to be accountable and, and have that conversation with myself, you know, periodically and realize like, okay, you know, what, what balls am I dropping and what, you know, what can I do to not be beating myself up for it? And, and also to give myself grace as a mom, you know, it's like, I think honestly, it's made me um, a better mom to have this business that I am so passionate about and that is so, so, so rewarding. Um, you know, a happier mom is a win for my kids. It's not taking something away from them. It's, it's making their home life better, I believe. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, um, you know, just the way that you've made a career out of supporting other moms, other parents, you deserve that same support, right? Like you're a mom too. And, and once you're out there supporting moms, I've noticed this with myself, like I am more apt now to line up support for myself because I spend all day supporting other parents. So I recognize that value. I, I see what a transformation it gives to my clients to have that support. So I say to myself, you know what, I'm going to do this for myself because you know, my clients are out there doing things for themselves. I'm, I'm going to do it for myself too. Yes. And, yes. and you're right. I do think that that leads to just like an overall happier family and, and just like happier life. Right. Yes. So before we wrap up, I wanted to give you the opportunity to share a little bit about everything you offer in your Etsy shop. Cause I just think like all the other stuff that you do is so cool. <laughs> um, your book, your boxes, like tell us about it. And then, you know, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Oh, thank you. So I um, have my Etsy shop. I sell my book that I wrote um, sort of inspired by my work as a postpartum doula, specifically overnight. um, A gift that I give to my clients kind of when we're wrapping up um, 
And it's sort of like a message from me to the baby about the time that we spent together. Um, so it's been really awesome. I've had so many um, other postpartum doulas from all over the world um, buy it and give it as gifts to their clients and um, send me messages about, you know, how touching it was and how um, they, you know, always were looking for something like it to just these babies are so tiny when we work with them that they're not going to remember us, but we always remember them. And so um, I also have postpartum support boxes for new moms that um, I just think, you know, a lot of times what happens is women get so much attention while they're pregnant. And then the minute the baby is born, it's like, it's all about the baby. And, um, you know, people are bringing gifts that are usually baby clothes and more baby clothes. And mom is over here like, hello, you know, I just went through this um, really, you know, crazy experience of giving birth to this baby and I'm now taking care of it. And um, I put this box together with some of my favorite um, products that I think make a mom, a new mom feel, you know, loved and cared for herself and sort of give her that um, permission to just take the time that she needs to let herself heal and get to know her baby. Um, and then I have a small, so I have a large one and then I also have a smaller one. And, um, and then I also have postpartum uh, positive affirmations for new moms. They're just some cards that are kind of a fun gift to give to a new mom just on those hard days she can you know look at one and, and read an affirmation to herself and remind herself how um she's not alone and that this too will pass basically and um and and remind her that she is everything that her baby needs yeah i mean if all of this isn't passion driven success, then I don't know what else would be. So all of this, I just love it. And for what it's worth, I have Janae's book. Uh, I have had it in my four year old. Well, now she's six. My daughter was four when I bought it and we I read it all the time. She loves oh, it. It's like one of her favorite bedtime books. And that makes me um, so happy. <laughs> it's just really, really a sweet book. Uh, before we wrap up, tell everybody where they can find you on social media so they can reach out if they want to learn more about your services or just follow you for inspiration. Sure. So I am on Facebook and Instagram, The Night Mommy. And then I'm also on TikTok, which is uh, very new. So I don't have a lot of content on there, but definitely I am on Facebook and Instagram, pretty active on both of those the night mommy. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. And congratulations you, on all of your success. Thank you, Jane. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review and subscribe. When you rate, review and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.